Hey guys, it's your boy Nas, and y'all here on Nascast episode 5, and I'm here with Corrupted Format. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, it's Dio. My name is A2K. My name is AV. My name is Risa. I'm Tom. How are you guys? We're good, good. thank you. Good. How are you? Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I'm good, alhamdulillah. It's been a long few days of filming. Yeah. 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 You were there. How do you, what do you think of the filming sessions? Um, I, I love the vibe. I love getting to know you guys, and I just... Just love the whole atmosphere and, and things that we do together. We all love it, you know? So, nice uh, vibes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> love your TikTok. Yeah. Counter TikTok. number one. <laughs> yeah, it's referring to my TikTok account at Nas Vibes, N A S S V I B E S. Of course, yeah. gotta include the shelfless, yeah, shelfless counter one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, tell me a little bit about you guys. How did you form together? Um, so we formed back in 2016, um, me and Diab came up with the idea, well actually it was me, Diab and Tom came up with the idea of putting together like a collective of Bahrain, like Bahraini, like people who were raised in Bahrain, you know, like Bahraini raised and like people who grew up here and like just care so much about the culture. Yeah. Like we wanted to create a group of creatives where we could kind of create our own wave and be like the first kind of big like creative collective group that came out of the Middle East, breaking into the hip hop industry. Okay and started because i've been releasing music since around the same time around 2016 and um i started taking it seriously because i wanted to like you know create a career in the music industry and like yeah. as a rapper so um i teamed up with Diab and asa ab and tom um because <clears throat> i wanted to have like a, a whole team of like people who could create everything that we wanted to create so not just music not just visuals not just merch and fashion like i wanted a whole kind of powerhouse of creative energy just so we can bounce ideas off of each other because when you're making any kind of creative project it's all well and dandy to do it by yourself but when you have a team of other people different perspectives and stuff it's always so much better to have that like you know very i guess the word is very perspective yeah yeah, oh, yeah. that's cool so just to clear you're not a are you a rapper are you a singer musician would you consider yourself an artist um i consider myself an artist by far 100 percent more than a rapper or anything because i don't just want to create rap music i want to yeah. create an impact in the world i want to <clears throat> the whole well, my whole mission statement behind me being like doing music is because i do it because i enjoy it because i have so much fun with it because it means so much to me it was it helped me through how, like through dark times and like when i felt like i was in my darkest moments it helped me it gave me a new perspective yeah. it gave me more inspiration i respect so that yeah i want to spread that kind of i want to create that impact towards someone else through my music and that means more to me than fame money success you know just knowing that someone's mood has changed for the better because my song has come up and it's one of their favorite songs and it gives yeah. them like a whole new rush of positive energy instead of like the bad day that they've had you know definitely so, <clears throat> that's why i consider myself an artist more than a rapper because i don't only want to create music i want to create an impact okay so yeah cool and i think we all kind of have that effect when we're going into like actually creating our art 100 everyone in the group and that's why we're here together you know yeah 100 yeah. so um right now the bag is yeah. that your number one Song yeah, so right that's, that's my most popular song on streaming platforms. I started releasing music on streaming platforms back in November of 2019. And that's when I dropped the bag. And at the moment, it's got around almost 7K plays on okay. streaming platforms cool. collectively. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, we just um, we just wrapped up the shooting for the bag. By the time this podcast is out, probably like we've dropped the video 100%. So yeah, yeah. Inshallah, and that'll be a it'll be a hit around yeah. Bahrain, you know, 100%. Yeah. Not just yeah. Bahrain, inshallah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, all around the world. Yeah. 
trying to create our impact, make our mark with this video and set the precedent for what corrupted format is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So that is that the first music video that you're going to release? Um, the first official professional music video, yeah. Me and okay. Diab, um, back when like we first started Corrupted Format, we made a um a music video for my song Solo, but yeah. it was like it was very early stages of Corrupted Format and production. So um, we probably did the video. We took it down off YouTube. So oh. yeah, okay, because <clears throat> we wanted to create something that was more professional, something that truly reflected what Corrupted Format was and like our professionalism and our talents, yeah. you know. Keep yeah. standard high. Yeah, 100%. I think that's really important. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, bro. Definitely. Because yeah. it's like it's all part of our digital landing, you know, our digital platform, and what we like it represents us as a group. So I feel like none of us would want to settle with something that's substandard. You know, yeah. we want to push Definitely. something that would exceed people's expectations. You know. Yeah, for sure. And I just want to get to know you guys' roles and then part of corrupted format. For sure. Yeah. So start with you, Elisa. So I'm the, you could say, video producer slash video editor slash, in a way, director. Yeah. Um, I, I really love, I've always loved editing videos. I've been editing videos since I was, what, like 11? <laughs> I'm sure you remember uh, Fantasy Adventures, the trailer for that. Do you guys yeah, remember that? 100%. A video of me fighting my teddy bear. That was actually the first, <laughs> the first time I ever downloaded, well, didn't download iMovie, but like I, that was my first time ever actually clicking on iMovie and putting something together. And I was like, okay, if I can put raw footage together and make something like this, then I just want to carry on doing this and honestly it's not the only thing I'm doing I'm also a computer science student at University of Westminster in London yes, but yeah. this is honestly one of my biggest passions and I love what I do and that's why I'm so thankful to be part of this group with my brothers you know yeah 100%. awesome and yeah cool that's, that's about it for me alright who's next Tom yeah. AB um, I'm in charge of like merch and styling like doing music videos and stuff um, but Right now, like what we're planning to do is release um, merch under corrupted format. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, we were planning to do something with bandits, but we decided to work on our own merch first, just to get it started, and then we'll see what other opportunities can come. Yeah. But in terms of like styling uh, Abdallah for music videos and stuff, it's it's entirely based on you know the context of the music video and how he's gonna look in terms of the angles and the shots of the videos, and yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Alright, Tom? Well, um, I'd say I'm, I'm the water boy of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee's water's whatever they need. No. <laughs> um, I've had, I've had quite a lot of experience with the editing side, and I've uh, I'd first learned using like Adobe Premiere Pro, which is a good standard of film editing. So I know some techniques and stuff that I've brought to the group, and uh, I like to help with the shots or whatever. I don't, don't like to step on Issa's toes, though. He's got his vision. He's got his... It's clear. No, but I think I think we're I think we see eye to eye when we're editing. Like oh, we yeah, had that absolutely, one, absolutely. we had that one editing session the other day, and I think we actually work really well together. So obviously, I appreciate you having having your impact on the group. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So yeah, yeah. And I just I enjoy. I love the filmmaking side, the artistic side, all of that. So yeah, I'm happy I have the chance to get involved, be a part of the group. Yeah, of course, that's cool. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking graphics legend, bro. Yeah, cover yeah, art king. king. <laughs> cover yes, art sir. king. Big 28. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I do all the arts for Abdullah's songs and uh, some other stuff. Just He designed the logo. As well. Doing some and the logo. Things. <laughs> yeah, out here yeah. doing the graphic design. 
the editing as well. The logo Diab's came from Diab, just saying. Yeah, Diab actually created the crop format logo. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, he's definitely got a hand in the editing as well. He's yeah, very, very yeah. good with the special are you, effects. Are you a graphics design student or no, business? Business, okay, entrepreneurship cool. student. Yeah. So a lot of you guys have like, you're, you know, when it comes to school, you're probably studying one thing, but over here you're doing something else. It's just really great. Like you have that diversity in you guys. So I really yeah. respect that. And okay. So um, A2K, just start off. So what's your, um, like, how do you come up with songs? What's your flow? Um, really and truly, I know like a lot of, a lot of artists say this, but there's no like, there's no specific structure to how I make my music. Like yeah. it's a, a lot of it just comes with how I'm feeling at the time. Like what I'm, I'm a, I'm a person that's very inspired by what goes on around me. Yeah. So I find that like, if I'm in a very stagnant place of life and I'm not doing much, I'm not creating new opportunities or looking for new things to do, then I find that I don't get inspired. But when I'm writing music, it comes down to me just chilling in the studio. When I'm like, it's, <clears throat> I know it sounds very cliche to say, but like it's a lot of the time the beat speaks to me. You yeah. know, like whatever vibe I'm getting off this beat, like I'll start, you know, humming just like random stuff, you know, humming some flows and like trying yeah. to come up with, okay, what kind of flow do I want for this? And then I'll just go line by line, just freestyling, you know, like seeing what comes up if I. So there's there are times where I can like get in the booth and I play a beat and I'll just I don't have any you know preconceived notions of what I'm gonna say but I'll just go in and freestyle and the whole verse will come out but there are times where I have to take something you know like line by line see what it's like how I'm feeling about it whatever so there's no like exact structure to the way that I make my music but it's definitely just sitting down and what the beat kind of speaks to me because okay. I. <clears throat> I kind of I kind of picked this thing up from from Kanye when watching a lot of Kanye interviews when um, Kanye said that like when he's talking about making beats and making music he says that he sees sees the sounds you know visually so when I hear yeah. a beat or when I'm like in a studio session a lot of the, a lot of the studio sessions I have where I record music I record by myself so I'll literally okay. put my my speakers on full and I'll just sit back and I'll just close my eyes and see like I let my my mind paint a picture behind my eyelids of what kind of vibe the song is telling me what like what I'm like picturing based on the beat yeah that's much. really cool yeah all right and do you guys want to talk about the music video the bag yeah so the bag is our first like like i said a first official music video under the corrupted format label yeah and we have like a lot of big plans with corrupted format you know not only do we want to um be the first like kind of bahraini based super group of the hip-hop um industry we want to also pave a way for artists who want to come out of the middle east and like people who are coming from Arab families because 100%. the one thing yeah one thing that I've noticed like as an aspiring artist in the Middle East and trying to break out of the Middle East is that there's not a lot of opportunity for hip-hop artists specifically you know yeah. like the the culture here is very much Arab music you know which is which is so dope and it's so dang like it's, it's such a crazy scene and but there's barely any opportunity of people who want to pursue hip-hop yeah. so we want to kind of pave the way and show people that you can do it you know okay. like it's it's not the norm it's a bit you know out there and a bit like you know i get uh abstract i guess is the word yeah, for it within yeah. the community or within like the culture but we want to show that it is still possible you know okay. because as an artist who's come out from the middle east like i said I've, i haven't seen much opportunity for that field so we want to be the ones to create that opportunity yeah. so not only do we want to like set our impact with our visuals with our music with our merch um, and like with our mindset, we also want to 
like create opportunity within the Middle East. So like we have plans to like when we have the capital and when we've like become success successful enough, we want to bring like music labels here, like um, music industries and whatnot, like, yeah. you know, or sorry, Definitely. music institutions, like, you know, we want to build it like here back in our home, like our home base, you know, yeah, aside sure. from aside from everyone being from different nationalities, you know, and everyone like growing up in their own like different ways, we all have uh, incredible love for Bahrain. You yeah. know, like I'm Saudi, Saudi Arabian, but still I consider Bahrain my home. You know, I've lived here my whole life and yeah, yeah, this is this is my home. So I want to do something for my home. I want to bring back music festivals. I want to create like a crazy music scene here. Yeah, so, inshallah, yeah, inshallah, for sure. And um, talk about the like visuals behind the music video. I don't know, Asa, if you want to talk about that or like, I feel like as Abdullah said, with his art, it kind of just comes to like with our his, art. With our art, yeah, yeah it kind of just comes to him. Like, like even with his music, he'll just be laying down, yeah, closing his eyes. He kind of like sees it. In a way, I kind of, well, I wouldn't say I saw the whole video in my eyes, like randomly, but like there were times where I'd just be like in the shower and I'd think of a shot idea. There was one day I was literally taking a shower and I thought of this idea. You'll actually see it in the video. It's one of the intro shots. And I literally, I called my brother Faisal. You know Faisal, my little brother. Yeah. I called him into my room and I was like, yo, stand right here. Took my camera out of my phone. I filmed it, sent it to the corrupted format group. And I was like, we kind of need to recreate this shot. Yeah. Without Do you remember that? Literally, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. seeing it, like just a video of your brother. I was like, hey, yo, what's going on? I was like, this, this, needs to, this needs to make it to the final video. And it did. Yeah, it, it did. actually actually did make it to the final video so yeah. in a way i thought like, you said sorry to interrupt but i thought you said something else i thought you said you like you were in the shower taking a video <laughs> no bro no <laughs> why does this always flip on me you know you know the last like, time what? last time i did last time i did a podcast with nasa i was talking about uh the song astro thunder taking me back to being alone in london yeah. and he was like is it because of sex and i was like sex <laughs> yeah i'm sorry you were mentioning things like getting out of my comfort zone leaving my parents becoming alone and i don't that know you buying my groceries no bro. man but you <laughs> You're saying it like, like, oh, he's just strictly I'm, on the halal life. I don't know, bro. Literally, bro. Just the way you said it, and I was like, what are you talking about? You know. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, back back onto the topic. Like, yeah. Uh, in terms of the visuals, I really uh, just took Abdullah's message that he that he puts out in the song and just kind of ran with it. He tried to recreate what he's saying visually in a way. And well, I'm hoping I did a good job. Uh, yeah, no, we did. By the time 100%. by the time you guys hear this podcast, by the time you guys hear me talking about it. You probably have seen the video already, and I hope you guys like it honestly, because we worked really hard on this. Yeah, no, we did, bro. We not just not just the five corrupted format, also everyone that came out, Nasser, Ocean. Yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah. Out shout out to everyone. Big shout out to everyone. Nizar is here. We couldn't we couldn't have done it without you guys. Hundred percent. Like aside from us wanting to like do this for our professional career, like aside from all of that, like it was such a vibe just shooting the video and having everyone there. It was like insane energy you know it's like it's what we wanted to do it was yeah. so much fun and that's, that's the, how like, it should be yeah and that takes it back to the basis of why we do it like why we create this art why we have so much passion for it is because we have so much fun doing it and yeah. without like that aspect of having fun like there's there's no point in doing it you know if you're not having fun with it then what are you doing with it i think yeah. it goes back to something you said you said we're all like in school or doing something that's kind of separate to this this like filmmaking music making side and Career, i think that's yeah. why part of it's so driven just yeah. because this is all all of us have chosen to do this this yeah. is like yeah, this isn't the path we're taking when it comes to uni or studying or whatever it is but it's like it's something we know we love enough to form a collective and to make these music videos on our own and yeah i think yeah. that's why we're kind of going off got that the like momentum we do yeah yeah no it's really cool honestly yeah. that's what i like i love that idea yeah thank you 
Yeah, there's and, a topic I wanted to bring up. Uh, I just wanted to hear you guys' opinion on this. Yeah, go ahead. So I kind of noticed that like in the Middle East, well, unlike us, there are people obviously that kind of want to do the same thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. But they kind of have this, there's this kind of like stigma that looks down on people that, you know, when they go off their like set path of, you know, going to uni and obviously we're all at uni. Yeah. But like doing something else with their lives and like kind of going in this artistic abstract route. And they're kind of like looked down upon by the older generation. 100%. And I feel like the kids out there, I just wanted to let them know that they shouldn't be afraid and they should just be themselves and do what you want to do. I wanted to know what you guys think of that as well, Nasser, Abdul Abi. I mean, as a, as a fellow, I guess the term I'd use for it is dream chaser. I'd 100% say chase your dreams, man. Like, and the most important thing is that you don't get lost in a mindset of delusion of like, oh, you know, I'll just like let it come to me. 100% you have to put in the work with anything mm-hmm. that you do, whether it's going the academic route, the creative route, like anything you want to do, you have to put in the work, you know? Yeah, you and there's just... a reason they say follow your dreams, not yeah. let your dreams come to you. Yeah, 100% because you need to put in the work, you need to put in the effort. I'm definitely like a, a big believer in the law of attraction and I believe that all this success that I've attracted towards myself is because of the positive energy and hard work that I've put into it, you know? I haven't yeah. just sat down or quote-unquote sat on my ass and just let it come to me you know yeah. i've put in the hours i've done the research i've you know i i know like without running the risk of sounding cocky i know what i'm doing i'm doing it right you know i may not be the most talented rapper yet i may not be the best version of an artist that i can be for myself but i'm putting in the work i'm putting in the hours the research you know changing up my mindset absorbing new information whether that comes from books music tv movies yeah podcasts articles you know i'm like where I feel like we all share that same collective mindset of, you know, constantly, the, like, the one thing that you never want to be is stagnant, always be open to learn. And that's one thing that I 100% feel like we all are, we're all open to learning. And that, you know, through our, f- not faults or mistakes, but through our downfalls and, like, something that we've, you know, a, a learning experience, we can always come out of it better and we yeah. learn from it, you know? Definitely. Yeah. No, you're going up and up. Like, hopefully just this keeps going up, you know? Thank you, like, inshallah, Thank you. yeah. Inshallah. And um, I also want to talk about the, why cars. Like, what's what's the reason behind cars? I know you re- you reached out I mean, to me, you guys. It is um, called the bag, you know. It's kind of yeah, yeah. So I get the bag. Yeah. So the whole like the whole subject or the whole like energy or vibe behind the song. When I first heard the song, like when I first heard the beat. Um, shout out to my boy Awachi or Prochich. You know, he produced the beat. Yes, sir. Um, fellow Bahraini artist as well, producer doing yeah. his thing. Um, when I first got the beat, like, and I cl- like I said, closed my eyes. Just, sat back and just envisioned it like the way that the the instruments hit and like you know the bass was hitting the like trappy inspired like percussion patterns and everything i was just like yeah like i feel like especially at the point in time where i was in my life where i was like you know i was i just moved to uni i just got into my second year i was building up these connections and whatever and i was like okay i'm ready to take that next step and to move forward with it yeah. so my whole process behind it was like okay this is like this song is like the come up it's you know chasing your dreams getting your bag so when I like when I listened to that beat, it was just the first thing that came to my mind was just getting this money, like on the on the chase for this dream, on the on the run for it, you know. So that's what inspired the lyrics, you know, just out here chasing my dream, out here trying to get my bag. So and like the whole, if you listen to the lyrics, like on the music, um, it's like I don't know if you have Apple Music or whatever, but the like the lyrics are there on Apple Music, and the whole thing is just about. You know, getting getting money. You know, just hustling, hustling, hustling. I feel like working hard as well. Yeah, working hard, hundred percent. Because that's the hustle is working hard. You know, I've been grinding hard since day one. Yeah, literally. So, (laughs) yeah, the whole thing is like just get your bag, get your money. You know, like be successful. So that's what we wanted the video to reflect. We wanted to 
reflect luxury and like a high standard of life you know because yeah as well in the hip-hop industry a big thing is that whole like bravado and you know i'm the man i'm the top dog you know i got all this money i got all this jewelry i got all these nice cars and whatever of course we're not there yet yet is the big word yet. is the like the big you know quote-unquote word there is yet but you know we're on our way there and yeah we wanted the visuals to reflect the vibe of the song 100 percent. so we just wanted nice cars you know nice scenery and i think it was very a very 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 important thing that we all discussed as well was that we wanted to shoot the video here yeah and because Bahrain, yeah because yeah. that yeah. ties the entire thing back to what corrupted format is it's a group of bahraini raised collectives you know even though we're not all bahraini we're all like bahrain raised you know this is yeah. all our home so for sure yeah that's what we and like aside from all of that bahrain is such a beautiful place man like yeah. people sleep on bahrain like i go to uni i tell you know people who've never heard about this small island it's just a bit bigger than south london you know yeah and everyone's like, well, what is this island and like i go back send them snaps show them and like i show them like like bahrain itself and they're like whoa it's beautiful because yeah. bahrain is a beautiful country the people are so nice you know it's such it's such a vibe on its own so that's that's what we wanted the video to reflect as well 100%. Yeah. that's why i wanted to shoot it in bahrain yeah bahrain's actually i believe if i'm not, if I'm not mistaken it's um 0.48 like in size in comparison to london so that basically means half yeah. of london which Literally, is crazy yeah, yeah crazy. it's hard to believe like i looked up the the actual like the size of it and the size of bahrain i think is 725,000 kilometers squared and okay. south london is like 600 and something oh, so it's damn. literally just a bit bigger than south london yeah yeah wow. okay you can tell from the music video like the visuals the scenery everything is just so beautiful yeah bro you it's know? beautiful that it's was beautiful something country. very important for us like yeah. i really wanted to emphasize like the scenery you can see the backdrops in the video it's always sunny so there's always abdullah's always performing in front of greeneries and nice cars and uh, yeah. The greenery was very important to me. Honestly. Yeah, and as well, like the nice to, buildings, yeah. because at the end of the day, Bahrain, like we said, it's just such a beautiful place. Yeah. You know, aside from the visuals, aside from the people, like just the vibe of the country is, is so beautiful. Yeah. I feel like we showed a side of Bahrain that not many artists, when they're actually like, you know, putting out music videos, not a side that all of them really explore. Yeah. I think that. Uh, like we have a unique perspective in what we're showing as well, yeah. compared to other like collectives and like yeah. movies and artists in the Middle East. I definitely feel like we have an expanded mindset. Like the whole group, like things. the whole group itself, is, yeah. I'm telling you, is unique, 100. percent There's yeah. no denying it. And it's not just our whole group as a collective as well. It's the like each one of us is so unique in as the way individuals. That we are. Yeah, as yeah, well, as, as individual well as collective. Yeah, absolutely. Like we all have different perspectives. We've all had you know, different experiences in life. And the one thing that we all bring to the table is that shared collective experience of everyone's different. Everyone has different perspectives. So we bounce ideas off of each other and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's what brought us together, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And like our, our love for the creative industry as a whole as well. And like our passion towards it and our passion towards our art. You know, everyone, the one thing that I really appreciate and that I really love about like us as individuals, aside from a group, like the thing that I appreciate about everyone in the group as an individual is that we're also driven and we're also, you know, motivated. Yeah. You know, we won't we won't settle for anything that's substandard. And that's know? what differentiates sure. us from other collectives coming out of the Middle East because I feel like well not to name any names or like I don't want to offend anyone, but like I feel like there are some collectives that kinda of say they want to do something and then they try, they try, they try. And then they just end up forgetting about it. And I know for a fact that none of us are ever gonna forget about this because We've all kind of like set our lives to this, like 100%. even me, even me studying computer science at uni, it's not like I'm going to go, well, hopefully I will get, get some work experience with big names like, inshallah, like Nintendo, that's my inshallah. dream, you know, like I love Nintendo so much yeah. since I was like three years old. But at the end of the day, this is all going towards corrupted format. Like I yeah. want to, 
I want to program things under the brand under the brand corrupted format. I want to you want to build your legacy under corrupted yeah, format. Literally, yeah. I want to be known as Isa from corrupted format, just as everyone else in this group wants yeah. to be known as. That's that's what brought us together. I think hundred yeah. percent. No, I feel I feel like as well one of the most important things that we all want to build our own separate legacies. Aside from for sure wanting to create a whole legacy as corrupted format, we're all so motivated and driven to build our own separate legacies as exactly, well. Exactly, bro. Yeah. Exactly. So how does um. How does, like, just to get an idea, was Corrupted Format a thing with A2K or, like, how, just to clarify, um, or are you part of Corrupted Format or so how does it work? We are Corrupted Format as okay. a whole. So I, I'm an artist, but I'm under the yeah. label Corrupted Format, okay. you know. So, um, perfect. Yeah, like, we, aside from wanting to create visuals and be a collective, we also want to, like, our end, one of our end goals is to be like a record label as well. Yeah. And like have a roster of Bahraini or like Middle Eastern inspired artists, you know. Okay, cool. Yeah. And um, hmm, I also wanted to ask, oh, what are your like inspirations? Like who do you guys like, not compare yourself to, but who do you guys like look up to and you're like, oh, I want to become like this person or oh, I love the way this guy um, it could be an artist, it could be a producer, like, it could be literally anyone. In terms of like as a group or individually? Individually. Actually. Yeah, individually, as a group, like who do you look up to in the sense that, oh, I like how this person's taking this route in his career, or I like how this person uses this certain effect in his music or her music video, you know, okay. um, to get all your inspirations. To For me right now, it's like there's there are two people right now specifically, there's the weekend with obviously just dropped after hours coming out with like a few music videos in your eyes yeah until i bleed out and so on and i just really like the artistic approach where like there isn't much lip syncing he lets the visuals do the do the talking yeah and there's also cole bennett i just really like the way he he kind of like takes a song and then just like expands on it so much and like in some cases that you wouldn't think that like the visuals have anything to do with the song but in a sense he's just he's just always expanding on what the song is trying to put out what the message is trying to put out and then he's just putting it showing it through his visuals he called Bennett the director I look up to him so much and then yeah that's it pretty much yeah what about you guys do you want to go Dion yeah man I feel like the group has some like ASAP mob inspirations 100%. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure, for sure. I feel like a, a big part of our um, inspiration is 100% ASAP mob and like Again, going back to that whole like essence of vibrato, or sorry, bravado in the um, or like being the man, that macho ness of like the stigma that there is in the hip hop industry is like we, aside from doing stuff that we love, you know, we're not really concerned with what other people think, you know, we're doing yeah, it because yeah. we want to do it, not because of other people are giving us their, their approval, you know, yeah, approval or like you know that satisfaction of other people comes with it but at the end of the day we're doing it because we love it because we're having fun with it so i yeah. definitely feel like that's a big factor and uh, me as like a, as an artist i take a i take a inspiration from a lot of different people i take a, a lot of inspiration from kanye and like one of the reasons why i do is because when he started out in the game as a producer before he was a rapper is he pushed the boundaries of production by so much you know with this whole like with him and Jay Dilla and like this whole sampling movement and you know just completely like saying okay whatever exists now I want to create something like a brand new wave yeah 
um, again, like inspirations from Travis Scott, hundred percent. A lot of people, a lot of people, you know, look at me weirdly for saying I'm inspired by Travis Scott. But no, I, I love Travis Scott. Yeah, no, a lot, obviously Travis there are a lot of Travis Scott, Scott fans. <laughs> there are a lot of people that yeah. are like, ah, oh, Travis Scott, you know, because his name is thrown around a lot. But like one of the main reasons why I'm inspired by Travis is his creativity when it comes to building soundscapes. Because again, like Kanye, he started in the game as a producer. He started yeah. his music career as a producer before he was a rapper. And his, I think his production is crazy. His sonics are crazy. The way he built soundscapes within his album, like he might not be the most lyrical rapper, and I'll hundred percent say that. But the reason why he's one of my favorite rappers and my favorite artists is because at the same time, like, uh, excuse my language. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but he, no, do, he doesn't. No, it's give, explicit. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. <laughs> like he, he doesn't give a fuck. You know, yeah. like he's doing it because he wants to do it, not because someone else is telling him to do it. Because someone else is like, oh, you should ride this wave. You know, like he's not jumping onto any wave. He's creating his own wave. You know, yeah, and for like, sure his soundscapes and the way he tells stories not only just through like his melodies that he sings and the melodies that he creates and he produces and like just everything like his whole image and his whole wave is just super inspiring you know yeah. like and it like it all comes down to having fun you know like for example Astro World was inspired by his childhood and he just wants to feel like a kid again you know like 100 yeah. percent. like everyone's kind of trying to like chase that feeling of just being Definitely. a kid having no worries you know just having fun and yeah. that's the most important thing is that we Aside from doing something that we love and putting in a lot of hard work and effort, like, as I keep saying, it all comes back to just having fun with it because we enjoy it so much. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in terms of fashion, like, my inspirations would be Virgil Abloh, Kim yeah. Jones, McQueen, Aaron Preston. Um, but, like, with Virgil Abloh, because, in my opinion, he's a revolutionary designer, revolutionary artist. Definitely, yeah. It's like once he gets into a market, Halasi takes full control, but now he's doing a collaboration with Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> one of like, no one saw that coming, no you know? Yeah. We still don't know. I don't think we know what that means. I, I can, like, I saw, like, some, like, sketches of it, and apparently, like, the steering wheel is going to, it's like, it's not going to be, like, circular, it's like... It looks futuristic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, it's like a whole different car and whatever. It's pushing boundaries. But with um, like with fashion now, it's like changing. It's like it changes like every month. Yeah. Um, rapidly, so it's best to like stay on trend, and um, as well as like stay on track of what's happening in society because they both come into play when you're creating a collection, and when you're you know pushing a campaign. That's why it's really competitive as well, because if you get it right, okay, but if next season you get it wrong, you can get cancelled really easily. Yeah. So you, you have to hit it like right the first time. Yeah. I feel like you and Abdullah, Abdullah being in rap and you being in fashion, you guys really work very well together in terms of like the way you guys complement each other just because of the, like, the correlation between rap music and its influence on fashion and yeah, also fashion's influence on rap. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a very relative thing, like, you know, from you get if you even take it back to like the beginning of hip hop and like when it formed, you know, like in the Bronx with the, you know, like Hispanic and Latino and, you know, African-American like um, cultures, like the way it was formed and then its influence on the fashion industry and the whole Dapper Dan movement and everything, you know, yeah. and that like that impact on luxury brands and being pushed by rappers. And, you know, again, it all comes back to that whole macho-ness and I'm the man, I got hella money, I can buy all these luxury brands and whatever, like, you know, that whole drip. It's a cycle that's gonna keep repeating. Yeah, hundred percent. Like yeah. both industries help each other out like yeah. as as much as they should to be honest. Like, yeah, and that's why like I'm I'm really glad that we have like an in house fashion designer and someone who studies the industry, someone who knows it, you know, through and through or someone, yeah. you know, like who's constantly adapting to it is a hundred percent a very, very important thing to have because like I, like we keep said like sorry like we said already um fashion rap music especially go hand in hand with each other mm. you know they they complement each other so well and it's just yeah 
Okay, cool. It helps out in every aspect as well, even with the bag music video. Obviously, AB was your stylist. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like you look good, and AB, AB really helped in the aspect. Yeah, hundred percent. You did well, bro. Hundred percent. Well done, man. No, good job. Um, All of you guys, honestly. Thank you. Bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah. What you said before about inspiration and looking up. I mean, personally, I don't, I don't have someone or people that so much that I look up to in the same way. I'm not, I'm not as experienced in hip hop or whatever. I'm into different genres, but that's a personal preference. I'd say I find inspiration from a lot of people, like I already said, Kanye, Cole Bennett, Travis. They've yeah. all got like crazy, crazy visions. But yeah. like, I don't know, like Diab and Issa have sent me things or made edits to the video that have already blown my mind. And like, it's crazy. They, like, I didn't expect them to pull out like an edit or a shot like that where it looks good. Yeah. So like, like we said, I feel like we're setting the bar here. 100%. And I know we've got the artistic vision and the artistic power. Abdullah hears a sound, we can create a vision, yeah. you know, and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited I feel like, for all of us. That's I feel what like, I like about it. The cycle. Yeah. the cycle where like Abdullah hears a beat from whatever producer you're getting a beat from. You kind of have that vision. Yeah. You record, you record a song over it. You pass that vision on to AB and I. AB styles you and then I present me, Diab and Tom. Yeah. We kind of collectively present that vision through visuals. And yeah. that's what I really like. It's like with corrupted format, we're not just going to give you our vision in one in one sort of way, not just like one medium as in like just music. We're going to we're going to give it to you in music. We're going to give it to you in fashion. art, like fashion, graphic design, and then we're going to push out visuals and Andrew. you're going to get the full experience of what we're trying to say. We're, you're going to get the full experience of what we're what message we're kind of trying to put out. 100 percent. Yeah. Um, I've one, one thing that I want to comment on that Tom said is that, you know, there's the inspirations not like that he has other inspirations that aren't from the hip-hop industry and i wanted to tell you to that because i didn't like fully list all my inspirations i take inspirations from all different genres because me as a as an artist before i started rapping before like i started releasing music or before i like was in the whole rap scene i was you know i played instruments so i started off you know playing the guitar playing the drums so i was inspired by a lot of different genres you know i take inspiration from not only rap but i take inspiration from jazz i love jazz music um you like jazz yeah you like jazz <laughs> love jazz music you know i get inspiration from like oh. the likes of uh, miles davis and whatnot you know tame impala pink floyd even though there's like alternative and like more rock kind of um scenes of course like uh you can't forget the legendary red hot chili peppers yeah um, sure. cage sure. the elephant you know yeah um james brown as well james brown is soul music like i i've listened to a bit of aretha franklin that love her you know need to get more onto it like yeah. definitely get a lot of inspiration from nina simone as well and like the it's it's those kind of emotional um like genres of music especially of course each genre has its own emotion and like its own meaning behind the music and whatnot but like especially like soul music and you know um alternative rock and stuff you can you can tell like there's a lot of emotion in the voice and the soundscapes that they build you know like yeah. another another uh artists that I take inspiration from, a group that I take inspiration from with regards to soundscapes is Tame Impala and Pink Floyd, you know, especially their album Dark Side of the Moon. Pink Floyd's album Dark Side of the Moon is one of my favorite albums of all time. You know, I've listened to it, had life-changing experiences, so on and so forth. And yeah, it's just that whole idea of soundscapes and not only telling a story through the lyrics and through the instrumentation, but through an entire project as a whole, you know? Yeah. But, cool. Yeah. And uh, for those that made it this far, I don't know, do you want to give anyone like a sneak peek of what's up to come? Um, yeah, so 100% if you guys are listening to this, the bag video is already dropped. So go run that up on the Corrupted Format. Uh, yeah, for page. sure. Please do. Um, sure. Of course. Yeah, yeah. 
show Instagram, some Instagram. Uh, yeah. yeah, show some love. Follow us on the on Instagram at Corrupted Format. Um, you know, I'm always working on new music. Always got new new projects that I'm working on, whether they're finished, unfinished. I'm always always working. Um, the next video that we are working on by now, you probably would have gotten a teaser by is Unchained, so expect that video coming oh, very back soon. back on my bullshit. Yes, sir. Crop the <laughs> format, we back on our bullshit. Crop the format season all 2020, baby. You already know the vibes. That's but cool. Yeah, um, expect expect some drops. I'm going to name drop one song, 1973. Just watch out for that. Okay. Just watch out for that one, because that one's going to blow. Yeah. And nice. And uh, I should have asked this earlier on, but A2K, just yeah. to clarify, just, just you want to let people know, for those that don't know, they well, could... They might just think, oh, A2K, like, I don't know. Okay, yes. A2K. This is the story. Oh, if y'all actually, okay, this is exclusive for the NASCast podcast, yeah. just so yes, y'all sir. know. This is exclusive info, right? So everyone always asks me, how did the name A2, A2K come about? And if y'all follow me on my social media, my handles are A2000Dublin. Um, so... The whole story behind that is actually the the username originated from Club Penguin. If y'all remember okay. Club Penguin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Club Penguin was a vibe, man. So imagine yeah. I'm just there, I'm sitting, real G, real G. trying to find a Club Penguin account, and I'm sitting in my room. I remember this so vividly, like from my childhood. I remember like waking up in the morning, have my cereal, watch some fucking Ed Ed Neddy. I was vibing. Yeah. And I was like, cool, I'm make a Club Penguin account. Go into my room, get my laptop out, whatever. And I'm like, I'm trying to think of a username for my Club Penguin account. Yeah. I asked my mom, I'm like, mom, I can't think of a username. Can you help me? Shout out to my mom as well. My mom is my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. Um, shout out, Mumsy. Love you. Shout out, auntie. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, Mumsy. Shout out to Puffles, bro. <laughs> shout out to Puffles from Club Penguin. But yeah, um, shout out to my mom for real. Um, but yeah, so I asked her, I was like, I don't, I can't come up with a username. And then she was like, she sat there thinking for a bit. She was like, okay, what about A2000 Dublin? And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> she told me, that's she was like, okay. Yeah, it's exactly, word for word. I was, I was six years old, just looked to my mom and I was like, what the fuck? No, <laughs> but, no I asked her, I was like, I was like, what does it mean? She was like, I was like, what does it stand for? She was like, okay, A is the first letter of your name. For those of you that don't know, my name's Abdullah. That's my actual government name. Don't leak my info, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, first name is Abdullah. So I was like, that's where the A comes from. 2000 is the year I was born. And then Dublin is where I was born. Okay, So that's cool. where A2000 Dublin comes from. And throughout school, going like when I had my social media handles, people started calling me A2000 Dublin. And then it went from A2000 Dublin. And then people started calling me Dublin. And then people started <laughs> calling me A2000. And then they just shortened it from A2000 to A2K. So yeah. That's how A2K came about. It was a... Self-made through the process. That's yeah. a nice story. I feel like even some of our teachers, <laughs> even so, some of our teachers would actually call you A2K. Yeah, bro. Like my, yeah. it's crazy, you know. Like my my uni lecturers call me A2K. Like no, I'll be getting feedback on my assignments. My lecturers will actually write on the feedback A2K. A2K. Oh, wow. it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, nice. I feel so, like you're the only one with like a set nickname. You and Diab, you guys are the only ones with like set nicknames. Yeah. Like stage names. You obviously we have Diab with twenty eight or twenty exit. Whatever you want 20 to pronounce 20 exit. 20 exit. No one's 20 exit. <laughs> 20 exit. Okay, anyway. So we have 28. We have A2K. Nas. Uh, Nas. Nas. Yeah. yeah. I think AB just goes by AB. Yeah, AB's yeah. Yeah. AB, man. I'm yeah. just... Okay, well, I've been thinking of something for I'm a while. Just, I'm just, all right, go on. I'm just settled on Life of IQ. Yeah, Life, life of, of IQ. 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 I, I, I don't know how that IQ rolls. IQ is I need to I need to fix up my, my nickname though. Like nah, bro, IQ, IQ is that I like. IQ. It. Yeah, and we got TJ in the cut. TJ Emmanuel. 
TJ yes, man. sir. <laughs> TJ the man. I feel like we have good nicknames for everyone in our friend group, like Nizar. Nizar, he's called Nismo, man. Ocean is ocean. Ocean is just Bahar, man. Ocean, Bahar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wavy Ocean's name. Ocean's because he's wavy. We got Chris yeah. as well, Wavy Wolf. Yeah, Wavy Wolf. That's actually name, Wavy Wolf. Shout out Wavy Wolf, man. Shout out Frank Ocean. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> we know you're listening, Frank. <laughs> Frank, if you're listening, AB loves you. <laughs> uh, so basically, it just came from Club Penguin account. Yeah, okay, bro. Yeah. That's that's, cool. that's how A2K yeah. came about. Club Penguin. Shout out Club Penguin. I remember when I had Club Penguin. Um, I, I love the Jonas Brothers this back uh, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I think I like Kevin the least. So my username was NickJoe002. Like, to the point where I'm even not even, I'm not even including Kevin. And no, that was my Kevin username. Didn't make yeah. cut, man. Kevin, Kevin wasn't special enough. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he was still Young waiting Kevin. on paid sponsorship by Club Penguin. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Club Penguin. Club Penguin. Yeah, I know Club Penguin got shut down. If you're listening, though, and you're back up and running, Sponsor us, my guy. It's going yeah. Club Penguin rewritten. We'll make the music for your new game. <laughs> yeah, I remember in media hey, studies. Listen, Club Penguin, if y'all need a new soundtrack, just hit me up. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. In one of our media studies classes, we're actually watching the. Oh, We're actually watching the. Um, for, the live stream. Like for the what? Club Penguin closing live stream. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. A sad you time. Remember that? Yeah. You guys yeah. know? Yeah. No, I'm not. Let's see. Take care. Wait. Some. Do you have a short break, guys? Yeah. Short yeah. interval. Oh, you're leaving. No, man, bring it in, bro. He's leaving. So, um, I'll just take my phone from now, okay? Hey, guys, what's up? If you made it this far, I really appreciate it. Again, shout out to my TikTok account, at NASVibes. That's N-A-S-S-V-I-B-E-S. Uh, I don't know if Asa can hear me, so this is the counter, counter number two. But, yeah. Um, hopefully, I'll be getting more exclusive. Uh, podcast interviews with corrupted format with their upcoming uh, projects um, like you said unchained is going to be the next music video so looking forward to that and yeah okay guys we are back it is just me tom abdallah isa and ocean we got ocean in the card yeah what's up shout out ocean man yeah shout out ocean first of all let's let's take a second say thank you to ocean bro yeah thanks bro thank you always my pleasure (laughs) always my guy yeah Yeah. no working with you guys is always my pleasure man for those that don't know (laughs) for those that don't know um big shout out to ocean the reason why we're giving a big shout out to ocean aside from him being cool energy and like being there on set to provide energy he helped out with the cars um one thing that we did with this video that's like super dope is that we shot this video on a zero budget so um the cars that we like sourced for the video as well were like just people like just who were passionate about like what we were doing they were down with the vision they just wanted to show up show love and like help it out in any way that they can so big shout out to ocean yeah for setting up a lot of the cars that came through big shout out to nasser as well yeah, Nasser yeah, yeah. aside from Hosting a dope podcast, being a dope host, <laughs> like in general, and a dope guy. You know, he also Thanks, helped man. out, brought out some of the cars. So big yeah. shout out to Nasser, hundred percent. Definitely gonna include that. Y'all see it in the credits. Shout out to Nasser Kanu. Shout out to Ocean yeah. Clark. So thank you. Yeah, hundred percent. Shout out to everyone. Oh yeah, go for it, bro. See, like, okay. So what I wanted to say was like, you know, about me helping with the cars and stuff, and like you guys are saying it's zero budget and all of that. Mm. But you see, like, back to what you're saying about Bahrain and how it's like a really kind of, you know, we have. Like Bahrain is That's the community. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's you know, it's chill how you know we don't need to 
you know, we didn't have to put any banners uh, or we didn't have to like advertise any of this for yeah. people to come and, you know, help us. We actually just, it was we, really just a bunch of uh, friends, you know, like yeah. everybody who knew each other, we were all like, you know, linking up and you yeah. know, seeing and, yeah, like, everyone was, oh, and it turned out like, uh, you know, like my friends knew you, Asa. And, yeah. Like, you know, so it's funny. It's just, you know, to see how it's small so love, our man. community is. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool, you know, how people show up and that's, we're all kind of there for each other when we need to be there. Yeah, that's that's 100%. like the true embodiment of the Bahrain, like, vibe and the Bahrain energy. That's like going back to what I was saying earlier about, like, Bahrain being such a dope country and the people being so nice, you know. No one, like, asked for, you know, any payment or whatever. Like, everyone just came out and showed love because they wanted to, you know. and it's like passion, because, you know? Yeah, bro. We were having fun, too. Yeah, like, exactly. out of the kindness of their own hearts and everything yeah. you know it was just it's just people at the end of the day we out. all went home with a smile on our face knowing yeah. that we actually contributed to something that is and potentially and will be something amazing yeah something that put Bahrain on the map exactly like, yeah 100 like it's it's just so dope seeing Statements, the community you know? yeah it's exactly. like it's so dope just seeing the community come together and like just show love movement. and everything yeah be a part of the movement for speaking real. ocean said the word statement speaking of statement shout out to uh, yes yeah forgot shout to mention out. how the how do we forget how do we shimmy, forget man? to mention shimmy shout see out the to jacket my in the video you get it you already shout know the shimmy. vibes jacket is custom you see my name on the back don't ever forget that line coming out of ba she's trying to make my statement shout out to abdurrahman shamlan shout out statement bahrain you know the like main focus of like one of the dope um lines in the bag and like that song that we just released the video for and i mean like part of the video as well was the jacket you know um another thing about putting bahrain on the map and bringing bahrain together as a whole community um statement bahrain if you guys don't know you guys should definitely know by now yeah check them out guys <laughs> yeah 100 statement bahrain check them out um, my brother Abdurrahman Shamlan, you know, he's coming out making like modern inspired clothes, like jackets, sweatpants, jeans, hoodies, stuff like that with like this inspired. Yeah, literally not like completely like streetwear, but you know, like his own wave of it with like the Arab inspired like textiles and stuff, the patterns and whatever. That jacket that you see in the video and the jacket that you see on my Instagram, everything is a one of one custom made, embodies the Saudi spirit with like the Mishlah and stuff, like the the gold like sash and whatever is custom one-on-one, you know, shout out to my, my bro, Abdurrahman Shaman, for real, you know, he's doing his, shout doing his Shimi, dope man. stuff, yeah, shout out Shimmy. Yeah, it's a really cool jacket, honestly, that's really sick. Yeah, dude, the he's... whole video was sourced around that. <coughs> yeah. yeah, and like one of the... Inspiration. Yeah, literally, like I said, one of the lines in the song as well, my jacket is custom, you see my name on the back, you know, and also like... Um, True community love, you know? Yeah, for real, this and that's... Help from brothers, you know? Yeah, bro, for real, for real, like... You know, we just out here because like we were saying earlier, fashion and music go hand in hand. And yeah, like shout out to my bro Shimmy as well, for real, for real. Like aside from creating dope clothes, again, dope energy, dope guy, such a down to earth guy. And like as well, you know, putting Bahrain on the map. We're trying to involve Bahraini talent as much as we can, you know, trying to bring the community up together. So we we get up there, we get to the, the goal, you know, that we all want to achieve together because that's that's the true true embodiment of the hip-hop movement is collaboration you know yeah aside from djs coming together beat makers with rappers you know you have the fashion industry as well and we're trying to trying to bring the whole community up as a whole and put bahrain on the map you know yeah that bahraini talent speak for itself so abdullah you came out with four officially four songs if yeah i'm not mistaken right so yeah far, Unchained, so far on, on, on streaming platforms yeah the bag and rosalina right? yeah do you rap in spanish 
Um, kind of. In Rosalina, there are a couple of words that I say like with a kind of Spanish accent, which are a bit, you know, it's just like a, a play on words. I don't know the language Spanish officially, officially, sorry, shout out to my girls trying to teach me Spanish. Um, <laughs> the only sentence I can say is, Donde esta el baño? Which Ooh, means, where is the bathroom? <laughs> you know when you first told me that you had a song called Rosalina, I was like, okay, that's kind of weird because there's a character in Mario called Rosalina. Like, in, that's the character I use in Mario Kart. Her name is Rosalina, so I was like, yeah, yeah. this is kind of cool. Shout out Rosalina. <laughs> Shout out Nintendo. I love my on Mario Kart. I love Nintendo. You guys, Shout out the whole gaming community. You guys, you guys know how I feel about Nintendo. Yeah, no, unfortunately, I don't know Spanish yet. Shout out my girl, like yeah. I said, she's yeah. trying to teach me, but yeah, the only thing I can say is, where's the bathroom? <laughs> Alright, and will we see an A2K rapping in Arabic anytime soon? 100%, that's definitely Ooh, something that's that something, I, you know. I want to do. Um, in my earlier songs Keep that I released question. in SoundCloud, like these are all privatized tracks now, but um, one of my earlier songs, um, 4pm, um, that was actually the first song that I released officially, like under the moniker A2K. Okay. And that was like when I first started releasing music publicly. Um, <clears throat> I have this like little verse in Arabic. Um, where like I'm just talking about like money and whatnot, and it was like the first verse that I wrote in Arabic, and like it was it was pretty dope, like coming up with the <laughs> what? No, I remember that. Oh yeah, no, nah, it was a it was a good like it was a bar, it was a couple good bars. It's, if I remember correctly, it says and which means when you get less money, you get more problems. Um, no job, no love, means no job, no love, and like nothing else helps. Um, all I'm trying to be is just a better man. Sayara or FIFA, I'm in Jabir Malian. Like, I want, some, I want a nice car, I want to play some FIFA and yeah. by my side a couple million. Same here, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's the dream, every man's dream, you know. I don't play FIFA like that, but, you know, how to include it for the culture. You we'll teach you, man. You we'll teach you. <laughs> if I had that money, I'd definitely be sitting in the mass playing FIFA for a good amount of time. I'll teach you how to play FIFA on one condition <laughs> you use Arsenal. <laughs> That's the only condition. Nah, bro, man, city for life. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, don't say that about the Arsenal. Man. Gunners for life. That's a topic for another podcast, though. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm not. For all those who don't know, I'm definitely not a football fan. I have no idea, like any. I know clubs and stuff, but I'm not invested in the sport. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was a it was a nice bar, and like I definitely feel like I want to have more inspired like Arab lyrics in my. In my art but i'm just trying to find a, a nice way to merge it now like especially <clears throat> with the like with how far i am in my career at this moment in time i do want to like you know bring back i want to take myself back to my roots where you know being a saudi arabian like national you know from from saudi arabia grew up in the middle east you know i'm arab through and through and i definitely do want to bring that back to my culture because it's it's my art and it's like my identity as a whole as well. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, definitely. You will be seeing some Arab lyrics coming very very soon. You heard it. You heard it here first, people. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Nas Cash. Shout out Nasser. Yes, sir. Thank mm -hmm. you. We're giving you a lot of exclusive content here. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm really happy. You know. Um, no, no, man, thank you for having us. Yeah, no, yeah. for real, bro. Appreciate it. Of course. Appreciate Thanks you for giving us, us this platform. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Giving us a platform to talk on our dreams, speak on our dreams, and just you know, be us, be yeah. ourselves. It's because, like, besides, like, you know, when we put out our art, like, you know, your music, AB's merch, yeah. my videos, that's kind of, like, the only platform we have in terms of, like, showing people what we're made of and, like, yeah. kind of putting our messages out there. But, like, obviously, podcasts, what I like about podcasts is that I can get on, I can actually speak my mind. Yeah, it's like, a discussion. explain what it's goes nice. into stuff, you know? 100%. What goes into my art. 
Yeah, you can explain the whole process behind the beauty behind the madness. Yeah. Shout Still, out the so. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Hey, so you wanted to talk about, um, I don't know, behind. Anime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anime. I mean, like, how does that relate to, to your video editing skills? Or? Okay, so I love Japan. Shout out to all my Japanese people. Yeah, I only have like Nintendo is uh, already there. Japan. I only have like one or two Japanese friends. Okay. Yeah, because of uh, my boy, one of my friends, Cesar, Cesar Misharafia. Um, I wish you were here, Cesar. Shout out to you, obviously. He introduced me to this guy called Adil. I haven't met him in person yet. Adil Takahashi. He's like he's actually from uh, UAE and Japan. Oh, okay. So yeah. Anyway, back to the point. I'm I'm very inspired by anime and like you know Japanese culture and like their kind of work ethic where it's like no matter where you are no matter what you're doing i mean it could be seen as a kind of toxic work ethic because of like the way the way like the kind of mindset it puts you in but at the same time it's like you know wherever you are whatever you're doing everything should kind of relate to your work and that's honestly something that i take pride of uh yeah because it's like i'll be chilling at my friend's house and you know they'll be they'll watch they'll be watching a music video and i'll be like yo that looks sick i gotta put that on my music video and you'll see that in Unchained. Uh, the other day, I was in your mail with Bed, and he was watching a music video. And in my head, I was like, okay, this is insane. So I wrote the idea down, showed it to A2K, yeah, got yeah. the okay. And yeah, that's going to be in the Unchained video, that idea. And okay, that wasn't very, that wasn't really like... That descriptive. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> People I, are like, uh, I don't want to no idea, but... Obviously, yeah, like, I don't want to spoil it. spoil what's yeah, to come, but yeah, yeah we'll see. It's going to be sick. itself in our art. It's going to yeah. be brain melting, like... Yeah. This is what I say to A2K and Tom every time we talk about, you know, what Unchained is going to be. The first the first kind of phrase that comes to my head is brain melting. 100%. Mind boggling. 100% yeah. mind boggling. I just wanted to like, you know, mess with people's heads in a way. Yeah. And that's what I want to do because going back to anime, that's what anime kind of does to me. It's like, obviously with animation, you can do things that you can't really get actors to do in real life. Yeah. And like... The shit they do, man, it's just, it's so crazy and it's so like brain melting and it's like, what the hell? At some points, I'm like, what the hell am I watching? There's a show called Food Wars. I don't want to go into detail because it's kind of sick, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like, you wouldn't be able to do that with live, with live action shows. And that's what I love so much about anime. Yeah. It you see the things. Yeah. Like new concepts. And yeah, that's, that's why I take a lot of inspiration from there because honestly, even, even down to like camera angles. I try recreating shots there. I have I have a whole list of camera angles that I wanna and like different shots and different frames that I wanna recreate in my own work when I'm working with Abdullah or even when I'm working on my own project. Yeah. And one of them is from anime. There's a shot from Naruto. Yeah. And yeah. I and as soon as I saw it, cause it kind of had like a blue a blue kind of tint on it. The first thing I thought was that needs to go into seven a.m. Cause when I think seven a.m. I think obviously like you know when you when you hear the music and you think of visuals you can't the first thing that comes to your head is that kind of colors you know yeah so obviously well, that, that's like portrayed through the cover art shout out to Diab, yeah shout out Diab. yeah the like the cover art's got like a nice blue tint to it yeah purple blue so those are the two colors that kind of came to my head yeah and yeah even um okay well i can't really go into detail because i don't want to expose the idea sorry guys <laughs> so you have an idea so this is all for 7 a.m no there's some of the ideas go into unchanged some of the ideas okay. go into 7 a.m yeah. yeah and yeah i'm I'm not going to go too into this, but I'm definitely... Uh, there was a game that came out last month. It's called Paper Mario, the Origami King. And, yeah. okay, on the surface level, at the end of the day, it's Mario made out of paper. It's kind of stupid. But, like, the villains in the game are made out of origami. So, as soon as I beat the game, I was like, yo, I kind of want to look at origami. So, I went online. I started, like, making my own origami, like, butterflies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, okay, wait. 7 a.m. How do you promote that? 
butterfly emoji. Yeah. Your emoji is the butterfly emoji. So I'm yeah. thinking, well, I don't want to say too much here, but origami. So there's something it. coming up, okay. You see 100%. it. Origami. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Origami. Yeah. Origami is Japanese as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I honestly feel like a lot of my inspiration besides Cole Bennett and The Weeknd and like, you know, artists coming out of the out of America and Europe, I take a lot of inspiration from the Far East, especially Japan. Yeah. Because I just love the culture so much. Anything to do with Japan puts a smile on my face. I haven't been there yet, but I definitely want to go there. Shout we should, out Japan. We, we're going to shoot a video there one day. I'm telling you, bro. 100. 100. I'm telling you, we're going to shoot a video there. The whole scene in Japan is crazy. Honestly, bro, it's, yeah. it's insane. Alright, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because actually 7 a.m. is my favorite song. So oh, really? thank you, bro. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you, bro. So you know, I've heard, I've heard, time. I've heard a lot of people say the same thing. Kind of 7 a.m. being their favorite song. Yeah, 7 a.m. Yeah, I agree. I know, it is just, a good it song. It just paints a nice kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a nice little picture in your head, especially like, because you know, like the the, the cover art too. as well. Yeah, it yeah. Paint, you know, that immediately oh, gives you that that vibe and the colors and everything. It yeah, it puts you in this kind of mood. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I was. I was really like happy to release 7 a.m. Like I was really happy with the way it turned out. Like it was for a good amount of time. Like last year, after I f like finished my first year of uni, I had like a had a really bad writer's block for for a while, like a couple three months or so. You know, and I like I was I found it really really hard to like write music, and I was like getting super super frustrated because I was like, you know, everything that I've built in my life, everything that I've done, like most of the steps that I've taken in my life or like the risks that I've taken have been towards music and building this whole music career. So I was kind of getting nervous and like, you know, I was a little bit shook because I was like, you know, everything that I worked for, pretty much everything that I, and the thing that I've invested the most time, most effort, most energy, and like pretty much the only thing that I wanted to do with my life or that I still want to do with my life is like, I felt like it was kind of slipping between my fingertips because I couldn't write anything. I couldn't produce anything. So I was like, what am I going to do now? But <clears throat> shout out to my boy, Carson2x, he produced the beat. Um, I linked up with him in Dublin over a summer, um, spent the night at his studio and cooked up the beat, you know, it was just a perfect vibe and yeah, shout out, my, shout out my boy Carson for real because me and him came up on this music thing together, you know, like we're a big part of each other's um, like careers and whatnot and like, you know, post music on SoundCloud and stuff. Back when I was in the SoundCloud era, you know, we worked together and our chemistry is super dope and yeah, when we were in Dublin, we linked up and we made the beat and it was like, I just thought that it was like the perfect embodiment of my sound and like my sonic and like the kind of vibe that I come out with, you know, it was the perfect balance between such a like chill and such a like vibey beat, but like with some dope lyrics. Because <clears throat> if you listen to like my music, like for example, The Bag, like although I've got good wordplay, I've got like, I can paint good pictures. I feel like I haven't expressed my lyrical ability as much. And I feel like when I put pen to paper, you know, when I start writing music, I can come up with some dope stuff, you know, like, paying tribute to how hip-hop originated with the lyricality, the play on yeah. words, you know, the different flows and whatnot, and just being like a well-spoken artist in itself. So I feel like 7am, that track definitely embodied like the kind of artist that I am at its basis and the kind of artist that I aspire to be at the same time, because I'm the kind of person that always thinks that there's always work to be done, there's always going to be improvements, you know, yeah, for I sure. will always, for the rest of my career, for the rest of my like time that I'm releasing music, I'll always try and be a better artist. I always try and learn more. Always try and you know progress because, my opinion, that's what life is: is constant progression, adaptation. That's what we've been doing as a as a human race for time for like literally since the beginning of time. That's what animals have been doing. You know, we we move, we overcome, we adapt, we improvise, as Bear Grylls says. But yeah, mm -hmm. um, we just this constant learning, this constant 
like evolution really and truly so yeah as you guys will see with my music that i will continue to release and like our whole corrupted format brand as a whole is that we will continue to evolve 100 percent. so yeah that's cool little director's cut on 7 a.m yeah yeah nice. i feel like what i really liked about 7 a.m is how you kind of put out this very personal message which is the first for you like 100 percent in terms of releasing your music you got very personal you kind of told your story like um, you know, mama told me stop acting a fool. At, you know, yeah. I kind of grew up with you at school, so yeah, like, we grew you, up together. I've known <laughs> you for so long, bro. Like yeah, I've seen, you know. I've seen you at school, you know, and like obviously, that doesn't really matter now that you're really doing what you love. Yeah, 100%. but you know that line really got to me because I was like, damn, like, yeah, he felt like at school he wasn't really doing his best, but at the same time, right now I'm kind of working with him and he's doing what he loves and he's so good at what he's doing. And that made me so happy, you know, kind of just, kind of just gave me a retrospective. Of like you know our past and the way we yeah. grew up together you know 100 percent, because like everything that has ever happened in my life has definitely contributed to the way that i am as a person not only an artist but like yeah and the message that i want to spread through my music and the kind of impact that i want to have on the world in general so <clears throat> there's this one line that in 7 a.m that's like it just always it's my, it's my favorite line in the entire song it's the last line it's if it if it ain't for the family nigga who you grinding for and yeah, that's same. that's that's my whole that's my whole embodiment, bro. Because at the end of the day, I do what I do what I do for my family, you know, so I can support yeah. them. My so respect. Can, yeah, bro. Like that's my family are everything to me, hundred percent. So, yeah, that's definitely my favorite line in the entire song. Awesome. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to say? Share. Do you want to talk about how? We weren't really the best of friends at school. You want to talk about our past? <laughs> you want to go take I, a blast from the past? Nah, I feel like we'll save that one for another for another podcast episode. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm on A2K Radio. <laughs> <laughs> A2K Radio. <laughs> we can't talk about A2K Radio, okay? We'll A2K Radio is a, is, a, is a past. If we speak. Yeah. If we speak. Shout out Nick Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for yeah, real, for real, for real, though. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, for real. Shout out to every teacher at St. Chris. Like, I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me on this, but they really shaped the man I am today like there are some teachers especially Mr. O'Dowd I kind of saw him as like this mentor figure mm -hmm. at school and same with Mr. Keeble if it wasn't for those two those two individuals I honestly wouldn't be this hard-working person that I am today because you know that before like let's say year 11 you you should know this as well I was always messing around it was me and Ahmed Jalal shout out Ahmed <laughs> we were messing around so much every single day like school was our literally our playground, playground. Yeah. wait which school uh St. Chris okay yeah and then like these two individuals kind of came into my life and saw me as like this person that they need to like lift up and they kind of told me yo you're in your level now if you don't stop messing around you're not going to be in the school next year and that's when it really hit me like damn if i hit that roadblock especially with the way my parents see it i think that's it for me like i'm gonna go to a worse school i'm gonna i'm gonna lose all these friends that i have around me like if if that happened do you think i'd be part of this group right now probably not 100 percent not probably yeah yeah it was all about like us growing up together at st chris and then eventually graduating together that kind of brought us together you know yeah like 100 percent. it was that experience the graduation the final stretch of school we were all so stressed and then like you know that that day when we walked across the stage our names were called and the relief and the happiness and summer ball and all that you know it was yeah. all those experiences so if i wasn't around to experience all of that and i don't i honestly don't think i'd be talking right now you know i'd be i'd be in a much worse position so I, if it wasn't for those two individuals mr keeble mr O'Dowd, i yeah that's where i'd be just at a lower point a lower point in life so thank god for that i mean do you not think you would have found your way to film though because that's kind of what you're speaking about earlier you're saying i feel like yeah 
you stray like, from that path that's been set by parents and that's been set by school. And that's what you're talking about now, you know, this idea of graduating, this idea of having to conform to all these rules and stuff. And I know that's the way, but I've yeah, got to do your thing. You've got to get your education. But, like, I think what we're doing now is... It's different. Like, I'm reading the Aristotle, his philosophical book, and it's the idea of virtue. It's yeah. not this idea of happiness. They don't believe in happiness because happiness is so vague and it can be defined in so many different ways but this idea of virtue and it's this idea of flourishment in finding what you love and finding a stability in the things you love and yeah. being able to support yourself and support the people around you and again it's whatever whatever makes you happy whatever makes you flourish you know and i think that's something that we're doing now i think we're all quite virtuous in that way we're all flourishing into these these artists these people creating the creating the shit we want to make you know yeah. and I think that's why it's so important that we do succeed as well yes yeah. I think you know it sounds corny but if there's a will there's a way like 100% no it's you true really, like I know we really want this and if you really want it you can have it you know like you just got to work for it and we'll show the other people that it's, it's possible even if this even if this set you know this first path that you're presented with you know do school go to uni get a job like that path's not for you and you're a more artistic person or you're, you know, you like a different perspective. There's so much more out there, you know, yeah, there's so much, sure. there's so much room for you to grow into this person you want to be. And even though people might doubt that parents, teachers, they might say, you'll never be anything, you know, you mess around, you won't, you'll be a janitor or whatever. And it's just, first of all, it's shame on them. It's yeah. sad. It's, it's, it's definitely reason, sad. It's more, it's more reason to show them wrong, you know. And I just think, lights the. F- it just we, yeah. adds to the fuel of the fire. Yeah. I mean, should. I've heard that. I've heard that said to my face by. Yeah. I don't want to name any names, but I've heard teachers tell me I need to be a labour worker and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I can't see the future. They might. They might be right, but every fibre in my body tells me they're wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There that, were like three teachers that told me I wasn't I'm, capable. I'm hundred with you, bro. Because like when I started releasing this, like when I started taking this music thing seriously and I made it like known that I, like this is what I wanted to pursue professionally, 100, 100% like as I was telling you the other day, there was like, if I were to pull up a general figure, I'd probably say 75% of the people didn't think that I would be able, like that I'd be capable of achieving it, mm-hmm. that I'd take it as seriously as I did mm. and that I'd make the moves that I have by this time, by like in during this space of time. You know, and I hundred percent feel like when I heard that doubt and that, or when I felt that doubt that people didn't believe me or people didn't think that I would make it this far, it definitely added to the fuel of the fire, and definitely pushed me more to get to where I want to be and to like achieve that dream just so I can in them wrong. Yeah, literally, in like in that sense, you know, not in the sense where oh I come back and look at me, I'm so successful, whatever. But no, it's like yeah. you know, whatever you said, I couldn't do. I've so done not it. Showing, not telling. Yeah, yeah, literally. I think that's where it differs though, because. Like I can, I see when you're talking about it, it's not like, it can't be a vendetta. Like it can't be to prove so-and-so wrong. They said this, like, yeah, like it's, I said, but it adds to it, labor, but it's, it's, you know, it puts a fire under your ass. Yeah, it's definitely an aspect of it. Yeah, it's like, nah, they're wrong. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I knew in, I knew in the deepest like parts of my heart that they were wrong and that I would be able to achieve it no matter what. But yeah. like I was saying, it adds to that, like it adds to the fuel hundred percent. Cause at the end of the day you're doing it. Yeah, you do, it, you do it for you. I do it you for know? me. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And that's why they're wrong because they don't know you. Yeah, as it should they don't be. Know why, you know, they don't know who you are. But and through this journey of me achieving the success and doing all of this and yeah. making these moves, I will prove them wrong at the same time. You know, it kind of comes hand in hand. And I feel like that's that's where that kind of links back to the actual name corrupted format because we've all been in our past corrupted by people telling us, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. 
I had a teacher, I'm not going to name any names, obviously, telling me that you can't study computer science. Yeah. You, you're not capable, oh. you, you are not capable <laughs> of studying computer science. You are garbage at maths. Not, not his exact words, but pretty much telling oh, me that I'm lines. trash at maths. But here okay. I am studying maths at university, getting good grades. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Thank God for that. And Mashallah. also pursuing my other passions. And that's kind of where the name Corrupted, corrupted Format comes from, obviously, because as I said, you've been corrupted with these with these negative words and negative yeah negative yeah. words i feel like i feel like the main thing behind this whole corrupted format name was that i feel like a lot of us i feel like a lot of people go through this in which like it's something that makes us so relatable and for the culture is that everyone at one point in their life definitely feels misunderstood yeah but taking these creative paths that we wanted to take coming up in this like this culture and like the arab culture and whatever where it's not the norm you know like i feel like we're definitely misunderstood in that like sense where a corrupted a corrupted file or a file with a corrupted format is something that's not able to be read you know so yeah. like it's not you can't figure it out you can't read it you can't open it you can't function on that file or whatnot but yeah that's 100 percent like one of the embodiments behind the message of the like our whole mission statement is that you know we're misunderstood we're misunderstood kids but we're still making our way we'll do, do it know? anyway you know yeah 100%. no matter what anyone for, says we'll do it anyway because we're yeah. doing what we love it's fun Literally. <clears throat> awesome. That's what counts, right? You know, as long as you guys are having fun, you know. Yeah, For sure. like, yeah bro. You're not gonna enjoy something, you know, if it's by force. You gotta or do if it you by feel like it's work. You you know? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. This whole you thing doesn't feel like work. When you love it, you know? Yeah. yeah, bro, this whole thing doesn't feel like work. Like, okay, besides today, sorry, there was kind of a slip up in <laughs> terms of like waking up in the morning. <laughs> so I'm not gonna talk about today specifically. But I on mean, the other days, where I'd have to does... wake up early in the morning, like, you know, to go out and shoot a video. With the, yeah. with the guys, it was like, yo, it's I have to wake up. Just another Tuesday for us. Yeah, it's like I have to wake up. <laughs> I have to wake up in the morning to go see my boys, you know. It's just but like day then I'd wake up. The yeah, then I wake up at six a.m. for school and be like, oh, this again. Gotta do this again, <laughs> you know. Yeah, obviously there's a difference between those two, but again, obviously have to, they have to put an effort to work or to function, and then it does pay off later, you know. Yeah, exactly. And going back to like. What I said earlier, Tom, uh, when you're talking about like, you know, kind of not staying on that set path, if you don't want yeah. to. I feel like what I was trying to say is if I didn't stay on that set path, like obviously I'd still find my way to like, you know, my love for film and everything. But at the same time, even if I had that love, this is important, guys. Like, even if I had that love, if I didn't get, if I didn't sort of develop that sort of work, work ethic that, they, that St. Chris kind of instilled in me, would I have made it this far? Because I would have done it, but you know, there would be nothing to kind of, you know, prove myself or like help my vision come into fruition, you know? Yeah. So like it was it was all about the hard work that, that I put in, which came from the work ethic that I built over over the last two years in St. Chris when I actually, you know, sat, at, sat down on my ass, worked hard and realized, okay, because obviously throughout the early years of my school life, even leading up to year 11, like senior school, I would never study for exams. Mm. But then I'd ask myself, why am I getting straight D's on my report? You realize that? That's you, though. That's not yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I realized it myself. You that's, don't know that. You don't that's, know that to any of the but teachers. But it kind of it took yeah. a... Who you are that to yourself. You but it kind of took a push from the... You asked yourself. Yeah, but it, was, it kind of yeah. took a push from the teachers for me to ask myself because I was never really bothered. I, I, at the end of the day, I just wanted to go home and play video games, see mm. my friends. Then they kind of pushed me to ask myself, why is it that I'm getting these horrible grades? Why are my parents getting mad at me all the time over these grades? But then when I actually one day sat down, it was for the year 11 mock exams. Those were kind of stressful. Mm. Looking back now, it's like they're just mock exams. But like when I actually sat down, did the work, 
you know, and didn't just talk the talk, I walked the walk, you know. Mm. And then I came back with a report that had at least five A's. I got an A in chemistry, I got an A in, I got an a in English, math. I was like, wait, what? What a fucking king. How is this possible? <laughs> I was like, yeah. did, did I cheat? No, I didn't cheat. Then I was like, did I actually work for it? Yeah, I definitely worked for this and I deserved this. 100, bro. And then that's when I actually realized it kind of like came from within that <clears throat> if I actually put the work in, then results will come. Mm. And yeah, if I didn't have that kind of work ethic, I wouldn't be here with you guys right now. For sure. I don't think I'd be capable of keeping up with, because with Corrupted Format, we're always moving so fast. We're always moving project to project, song to song, video to video, idea to idea. I wouldn't be able to keep up with that because I'd stay, I, in the past, I'd stick, on one, I'd stick to one project. I'd be like, okay, this is done. I can relax for a week, two weeks. But like right now, we just film, we just finished filming today. Yeah, inshallah. Tomorrow, yeah, inshallah. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow we're going we're going over to edit. Yeah. No breaks. Yeah. No breaks. I, Put in the work. See the results. If you don't mind me cutting in, I definitely feel it, like this this work ethic was already inside of you. But like it was you just think so? yeah, hundred percent, bro. Because if it wasn't inside you, then you wouldn't have you wouldn't be able to achieve it. You know, if you weren't capable of it from the get go, then you wouldn't be able to achieve yeah, bro. The like the stuff that you've achieved by now. I definitely feel like. 100% feel like school in St. Chris is uh, like as a school itself as an institution definitely helped with like it helps you kind of bring bring you out to your shell and like you know, sure. helps you instill or like kind of achieve that high level of work ethic that's already inside you because yeah. there are people that it have helps gone set priorities as well yeah 100% because yeah. there are people that have gone to our school people that we know that we've mixed with obviously not to mention any names because there's no point calling anyone out yeah but sure. yeah there are 100% people that have gone to our school that we've you know that have gone through the same process as us teachers same teachers same subjects you know same yeah you know when yeah. you get pulled back or when you get fallen down you know they've you know they've given you that same kick in the ass that they give everyone yeah but they haven't been able to achieve that work ethic because it wasn't instilled inside them from the beginning it's not yeah. what they're capable of you know but and that's how i know i was meant to be part of this group yeah 100 percent, bro like i definitely feel like that work ethic was inside you but saint chris helped you or that like that school itself and the teachers they helped bring it out of you more and they helped you kind of realize it a bit more do you know yeah. what I mean but it wasn't just like the system of St. Chris itself it was it was also like you know the community the the friends that okay as cheesy as this sounds the friends that I made along the way yeah 100% know? shout the out people. to shout out to everyone that's like that we surround ourselves with you know from the close friends to the acquaintances you know everyone definitely has had an impact on I definitely believe that like everyone that I've encountered with everyone that I've had you know, good or bad experiences with has definitely had an effect on me as a person, whether that be good for the better, for the worse. And, you know, like I said, life is a constant learning experience. So mm -hmm. you learn from your stuff, you learn from what others, you know, do around you and everything. You take inspiration from people. So shout out to everyone that's like, you know, been part of the movement. Shout out to everyone who hasn't, you know, because it only lights the fire under our asses more. Yes, shout sir. out to everyone yeah. who's shown love. Shout out to everyone who's shown hate. You know, it all, it all definitely just adds to the process and just, yeah made us achieve what we've achieved right now so yeah, yeah you guys are like pretty much a great example i feel like you set a great example for others like you said you're trying to put bahrain on the map yeah yeah you know um people can follow that and just you know do things for the better 100 percent. exactly 100 percent. yeah we're just trying to we're trying to bring bahrain to the movement bro we're trying to put bahrain yeah. on the map that's what it is bro <laughs> trying, we're trying to trying put to... the good old 973 on the map yes sir yeah. you already know bro we're repping 973 showing love to the set yes you sir did. yeah bro like Everything, everything I'm trying to do 100% like with this music thing is just to create a like a crazier scene for Bahrain so people can, you know, because Bahrain is a, is a such a beautiful country, like I said, in itself and the people, the scenery, you know, it's just it's a beautiful place as a whole. And we're just trying to make it even better, you know, trying to 
bring more to it, add more to it. Like 100% one of the vivid dreams that I always have, that I always tell these guys about, is I want to bring music festivals here. That's one thing I definitely feel is lacking. Imagine we had like a Coachella in Bahrain. Yeah. That'd yeah, be vibes, bro. Like, definitely. I don't want to be flying out to Dubai to have to see my favorite artist. I want to be able yeah. to see my favorite artist in my home, yeah, you know? Like I want to... I want to have that opportunity of having a dope music festival and stuff, you know, seeing these live performances, having a crazy music scene here. Yeah. So I don't. Have, so I I want to do that so people don't have to take the route that I took, where I have to move to another country and break out in that music scene and make these moves. Now I want to be able. To, I want people who want to follow the same dream that I follow to be able to do that from their own backyard, you know, without having to leave this beautiful country. It's definitely hard leaving home behind. Hundred percent, bro. Every time I go, I miss this place so much. Like I said, even though I'm Saudi, I, even though I'm Saudi, like this is this is my home, bro. This is this is where my this is where I grew up. This is where I made all my friends, where all my friends live. You know, this is this is home. Yeah, this is home, hundred percent. Sure. Awesome. Okay. Any last comments before we end this podcast? Be yourself. Shout out Nasser. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Ocean for helping with the bag. Shout out Nasser for having us on his podcast, being such Anytime, a great host. Nascast, man. Nos- Shout out the whole corrupted format gang. Yes, yeah. sir. The whole, the whole wave. Shout out Bahrain. Shout out everyone. Shout out all my guys in Coventry as well. All my guys in the UK making moves. And yeah, it's been a wavy journey so far. And the journey is so, so far from ending. We're just getting started. We're about to put in this crazy work, these crazy hours, come out with these crazy visuals, these crazy songs, these crazy projects. Listen, all I'm saying is Corrupted Format season all 2020. Bahrain season yeah. all 2020. Putting Bahrain on the map. We're coming for you, Bahrain. Yes, sir. We're coming for the world, man. We're coming the whole for world. everybody. Coming for you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like some vendetta now. <laughs> nah, listen. All I'm saying is corrupted format 2020. We're coming for everybody's Ross Clark head top. So watch out because we will make it. And Joe Rogan experience. Nascar's coming for you, mate. Yeah, yes, man. sir. Joe Rogan, you better watch out, bro. <laughs> That's going to be a new number one soon. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Nasser again, man. Well, yeah, Nasser. shout out Nasser. Thank you, guys. Appreciate shout out it. Ocean as well, again, for helping with the bag music video, yeah, setting everything up. Guys. Shout out Statement Bahrain and Shimmy, my brother, Abdurrahman Shamlan, for the jacket. The jacket is custom. You see my name on the back. Don't ever forget that line. And yeah, like I said, big projects coming, big moves coming. Stay tuned and just fuck with the movement. They'll know our names, bro. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. And don't forget, guys, to follow Corrupted Format on Instagram and A2000 Dublin. Yes, sir. A2000 yeah. Dublin on Instagram. That's my personal. Yeah. We got the life of IQ, you know, with, with, his, with his visuals and everything that he's doing. We got Corrupted Format as the gang. And yeah, follow everyone. Follow Bahar. Oh seven oh nine or whatever. <laughs> What's your Instagram handle? B seven R dot zero nine. Yes, sir. Follow <laughs> Bahar dot zero nine. Yeah. Right. Thank you guys for listening. Please follow and stay tuned for more. Take care. Peace out.